name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 155 and happy Shark Week. Yay! So for this episode, we are going to be talking about Jaws 3 or Jaws 3D as it is known, which is from the 80s, which you can definitely tell from the 3D. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but it's 1983, which aside from the 3D actually like holds up pretty well, like as far as aesthetics go. It's Some just the, the outfits. Yeah, yeah. Outfits. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> the, the the cinematography and like it's, yeah. it's very crisp and everything. Like the sharks are a little like, you know, but like the 3D is just like, whoo. You remember like when, <laughs> you know, Friday the 13th did the 3D and you were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same it's deal. very much like pointing that way and that's 3D. And it like really zooms on it so that you really know that it was for 3D. <laughs> And it goes so slow. Yeah. This one is... Actually, this is... I really remember parts of this one because I saw this one on TV once when I was a kid. Actually, I think before I saw any other Jaws movie because I specifically remembered a plot line about like an angry mom shark. And this was that one. Yes, I agree. This is the one that I really remembered. And as a kid, I remembered having fun with it. But, you know, as an adult, it's a little more. <laughs> I just remembered the mom shark being like a lot more brutal mm-hmm. than she was. And maybe that's just because like everything's like bigger and badder when you're a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But like, she, and she, I'm not saying that there wasn't like death or whatever. And, like, maybe I'm remembering parts of Jaws the Revenge. Agree. I'm thinking that, too. Like, I remembered a banana boat, and it wasn't in this one, so now I'm thinking it was four. I know that there's a banana boat in four. Okay. Then, yeah, that must be what I was thinking of. Yeah. So, I think that I'm bleeding some of three Mm -hmm. and four together, because I didn't remember Dennis Quaid being in this. Mm -hmm. And he is. I remember the mom being in every single one of them, and she was not in this one at all. So maybe you're remembering more the revenge than you're remembering three. But I definitely do remember some aspects of this. Like, I remember a lot of later in the film, there's all these, like, tube, underwater tube scenes. I remembered those. So I, but I remember like when you're a kid, you know, like all these old movies come on and it's like Sunday or Saturday and you're just like chilling on the couch Mm -hmm. and like, it's easy for these to all bleed together, especially when they just kind of did that towards the end of the (laughs) franchise anyways. Right. Exactly. These were definitely Sunday morning cleaning movies for me, all of the Jaws. So that's probably also why they all bled together for me. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about too much of the fourth one, just in case we, you know, continue, but yeah, I know that in the fourth one, it's literally called The Revenge, because we're still going after the Brodies. Right. So, you know, but, so we have Dennis Quaid in this one, and we have the two Brody boys, and Dennis Quaid plays the older son, and then we have his little brother. And this one focuses on... <sighs> fucking sea world bro mm-hmm. <sighs> okay <laughs> i knew you were gonna be so mad okay 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 i st- mm. i'm gonna get a little off 
track, I think, a couple times <laughs> during this movie. Oxy world. <laughs> because, uh, first of all, I think I have maybe mentioned this a few times, but it doesn't really come up. Like, I know a couple, like, times I'm like, I've mentioned this before. And, like, everyone's like, yeah, 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 we fucking know. I don't think y'all know <laughs> how I feel about cetaceans. And what cetaceans are, are basically, like dolphins, whales, porpoises, those types of things. So when I was growing up, you know how like you just have those connections to things in life and you will never understand why, but they're Mm -hmm. so deep and spiritual and it could be like a thing or an animal or even like inanimate objects. It's just kind of a weird thing. I've always felt that towards like orcas in particular. And ever since, weirdly enough, like I saw the movie Free Willy and I just sobbed when I was a kid, which was actually a fucked up premise. And I won't get into it because I could do a whole podcast on that alone. (laughs) Not just an episode, a whole podcast. But like, anyways, doesn't matter. I was a kid. I didn't know that that was a cruel thing that they were doing. Mm -hmm. But I was just enamored and I'm pretty sure like if I have been reincarnated, I was reincarnated from something from the sea. Like I just know it. Like Mm -hmm. when I get into the ocean, I will just stay there. Like a lot of people are scared of the ocean. I do not get that fear at all. I've never felt You're like, this is home. Yes. Like I have been carried by a current and I'm like, this is fine. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) my mom and brother are like, you are like way out there. You need to come back. And I'm like, oh, and I look back and like can barely see the shore. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm just, I'm just vibing. Like I, <laughs> I, I will die. Yes. You know, but like, it's fine. So this fucking movie triggered me so bad <laughs> because I hate SeaWorld so much, but I know that in the eighties we didn't know the things that we know now but even though knowing the things we know now we still fucking go and we still fucking pay them yeah that's even in the 80s when they finally get the shark they get a baby shark and they try to keep it in captivity because we've never had a great white in captivity and knowing that she's like we're gonna be the first and i'm like or or you can let it live instead of trying to kill it or hear me out. <laughs> you fucking don't. <laughs> right. Like, when I especially saw, like, I had already felt, so I did go to SeaWorld when I was a kid because my parents took me, like, they didn't know that. Like, Yeah, they just know you love orcas. Well, let's go see them. Because I lived in Texas and San Antonio wasn't that far. So it was like, fuck yeah. Like, and let me tell you, when even when I was a child, I just cried. Like, and then I went again when I was a little bit older in high school and then I felt even seeing them in high school that close again I cried and but but it was different and I was like hmm okay and then I started really feeling different about it and I was like that just I don't feel right about this and then Blackfish came out Mm -hmm. and I was like okay that's what I thought that's fucked and the cove came out before that in 2009 and i if you can't handle like sobbed just sobbed and i felt gross and i just like you know 
and obviously we can't like empty the tanks because they can't fend for themselves but like we should never get another one and we should let the ones that are there live out the rest of their lives in controlled sea pens and that's that but uh, luckily we don't we have laws where like I don't think any more orcas will go into captivity especially in California I think they just outlawed that so I think we should see that dissipate in our lifetimes but like smaller ones like dolphins and porpoises different story but mm-hmm. regardless yeah this was definitely like human nature like being seen here like in this film and I hated it because they were getting the sea world ready to be seen to the public and showing her riding on an orca and I was like girl <laughs> he should drown you <laughs> <laughs> right And then these dolphins are an actual integral part of the plot, which they have been also in the movie Flipper with Elijah Wood and also the one from the 60s. They kill a shark for their human and like all these things. And it's like, so they're plot devices, you know. Right, exactly. And what's also. use them. Exactly. And like, yes, it's just for the film, but they used real animals for this film. Right. Like. You know, and I know y'all are here for the movie. I get it. But this is one of my things. Yeah, so you're going to hear about it. Like, it's like, I knew as soon as it was SeaWorld and all of the stuff, I knew you were going to be so upset and we were going to have to talk about it. Like, as soon as there was an orca on film and its dorsal fin was not quite fully collapsed, but it was getting there. Like I did, I teared up. I was like, I get, oh my God, I know this is about Jaws and a shark and Dennis Quaid and like blah, blah, blah. But like, I, I, I teared up. I was like, I can't fucking imagine. Oh yeah, it's like the scariest thing in this movie was the real life shit behind scenes. I know, because the shark that they actually used was like animatronic, but then yeah, there, was were actual, there were actual animals fucking being tortured for this. And then we're still taking kids to go see this and teaching them that's okay that we're torturing and and people are like hey sea world does conservation less than one percent mm-hmm. less than one percent that's what they do conservation. yeah i saw a picture recently and it was you're mad because you have to be in quarantine for covid try t- try going in a circle in the same circle every single day for the rest of your life it's a bathtub bro yeah and it's they're like really fucked up. So intelligent. They could, they're like on par. Like they have social structures like we do. Like it's it's like being like, held in somebody's basement torture chamber. It's so fucked up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So and they had that orca alone too. Like they did for Keiko, the one that played Free Willy. Mm-hmm. And that that's literally they drive them into psychosis. It is it is so like just and even if they didn't have them totally secluded then you also have the fact that they speak different languages or at least different dialects and you throw them in a tank with some other thing that doesn't speak their language like that's what the hell it's like human centipede all over again exactly yeah so like yeah we'll get to the shark but then like also having to watch this the whole time with knowing that they were in a sea world location or some sort of marine park in real life filming this. It had to have been SeaWorld. Like, th- for them to actually use that name had to have been SeaWorld. Oh, I'm sure. Like, especially because this was... I'm And I'm sure... 83? Yeah, I'm sure SeaWorld was all over it. Yeah. You know? And I could probably all there really was back then, too. Right. 
Yeah. There I know there were other things because like in the I think the sixties and seventies is really when the capture of orcas ramped up and they started dumping them in like marine lands and stuff and stuff like that. But SeaWorld was one of the big ones that started like really capitalizing and training and doing the shows and all that kind of stuff. So Oh, it was filmed at SeaWorld Orlando. Yeah. So, Sounds about right. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. So I digress for now. <laughs> for now. It'll come back. It always comes back. <laughs> because I see fucking people I know take their kids to SeaWorld in San Antonio because I know a lot of people in Texas. And I'm like, can you fucking not mm-hmm. stop? feeding into that shit stop paying them to torture animals movie there's a movie <laughs> that was not that great writing sometimes like, <laughs> and that's the other thing too <laughs> i'm not like but i can see past all of that because the movie was so good no it wasn't <laughs> the thi- okay i will say i like dennis coit well i think he's a fucking trump supporter so oh and he's kind of a he's an asshole brother in this like he's not a good brother and the little brother, like, okay, so let's remember the last film. Big brother takes little brother out on this ride so that he can F this girl. Little brother ends up in the ocean watching some woman in front of him get eaten by the shark. Then they save him up on these boats. So he's terrified of the water. Obviously. Fair. Obviously. This whole fucking time, they're, like, making fun of him for not going in the water. And one girl, like, keeps pressuring him and pressuring him and pressuring him to get him in the water. Like, she's even, like... I bet if I, basically, I bet if I strip, I can get you in the water. I'm like, can you fucking let him have his boundaries? I wouldn't go back in the fucking water ever. Especially, like, the ocean. Yes! He probably even won't even go into, like, lakes and stuff. He's like, I don't know what's down there. (laughs) Right, and she just keeps pushing and pushing, and it was pissing me the fuck off. We don't do therapy in the 80s, man. I know. I get that. <laughs> but also, you're a fucking asshole. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, this, if, had it, would it not be for, like, the, you know, torture and mistreatment and disregard <laughs> for, you know, the life of animals, though? It'd be kind of a sick park. Like, they put tunnels yeah. underground into the actual ocean. Yeah. Neat. very very cool looking until you get caught in that because the park is you know exploding from this shark basically so that the, you get stuck in these tunnels you literally can't force the doors open and then they start to flood terrifying oh yeah like big no i would know but <laughs> yeah and of course you have like the big executive who they every jaws movie has had like a mayor character you know mm-hmm. and now the it's one this who just exact- money Right, who wants to open the beach up for tourists. Like, Or mm-hmm. this one, it's the SeaWorld executive who is not really paying attention or listening. He's just p- trying to schmooze because it's like their opening weekend, you know, and until they literally see the shark coming at them. Now, the, one of the big tips they get that there's something wrong is there are these two dolphins, and they're bottlenose dolphins, and they are scared of leaving their pins and that's kind of like your first like ooh, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah 
And there's also this mechanic, and he goes into the water to repair this gate, and he gets attacked and killed, and you only see, like, his arm. And then after that, these two men sneak into the park. I don't remember what they were doing. They were trying to steal something. Yeah, I don't remember either, but they get eaten because they're in this stupid inflatable life raft that's not going to help you from a shark. A little dinghy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. little inflatable dinghy. And they get eaten. And the next day, the Michael, in, who's the older brother, and his girlfriend, who's the head biologist at SeaWorld. And apparently the head biologist is also, like, the head trainer who rides the orcas and the dolphins. And she just, like, does everything with the animals. Right. And, and he is, he literally built this fucking park. And they're, like, in their late 20s maybe not even that i'm like you guys don't have the fucking credentials right now to do this shit in the 80s it didn't fucking i guess matter. that's fucking true just because millennials are getting boomers, man. on everything and we do we'll have master's degrees making 13 dollars an hour anyways <laughs> fuck this movie <laughs> <laughs> fuck, uh, fuck Dennis Quaid specifically. <laughs> <laughs> fuck SeaWorld. Fuck a whole generation. I'm just kidding, but like, I'm not. <laughs> like, not really. <laughs> you ruined everything. <laughs> he took everything from me. So they are, yeah, they really did everything. So they're the two that are in charge and they are informed that this guy has disappeared. Like one of these maintenance people. And they go down into the submarine to look for his body, and they find this smallish shark. When I say small, he's like 10 feet. <laughs> yeah. And so these dolphins come and intervene, and the sh- like they are able to basically get the shark. And this is when, like Kristen was saying, they're able to get the shark in t- captivity. They make this plan to get the shark they all they kind of argue because like brody's like no no we don't want that motherfucker let's like fucking kill it like yeah he's like my parents have dealt with this before it's fucking terrible but yet you work at sea world which means you're obviously comfortable with the ocean and shit where the hell did that fear go where'd it go he's like no sharks <laughs> yeah. everything else is fine exactly sea world But we don't have any sharks in captivity yet, so it's fine. Whatever. Until they basically make a plan. They argue for a little while. Are we going to kill it? Are we going to do whatever? So they end up going out to get it because it's going to make more money. It's the only shark in captivity that we're keeping alive. And it is captured by them. And Kay, who's the biologist, she's super stoked. They're going to nurse it back to health because for some reason something's wrong with it. I don't know what's wrong with it. They shot it? Yeah, but like they tranked it. (laughs) But I guess they fucking miscalculated or something. Yeah, and sharks have to like continuously move or they die. And now he's fucking sound asleep. So they have to like walk him around this little teeny tiny kiddie pool. Right. And it doesn't try to attack her or anything. And then this executive wants to get the money coming in. So he has it be moved to an exhibit but he doesn't tell the biologist that they're going to do this. So when she figures out where it is, she goes to the tank and it's fucking dead. Yeah. Cause it's also in a little teeny tiny kiddie pool. 
Like, okay. I would want, like, I, I'm sure you could just shut down and not want to live anymore at that point because I wouldn't want to. There is a record of a dolphin suicide. Yeah, exactly. It was the dolphin that played Flipper in the 60s. Aww. Mm-hmm. This is just a sad one. This is just I'm a sorry. sad episode. <laughs> so this actually, uh, there's just another side thing about how SeaWorld is terrible. When I was a kid and when I went back when I was in high school, they put the bottlenose dolphins, the bottlenose dolphins, one of the smartest, most intelligent animals in, in the world, in a tank, not much bigger than that one Kristen than what that baby shark was in they swim in a circle and then they give you these little trays of fish to hand feed them like you as the public so there's just hundreds of people crowding around and pushing each other to like throw these tiny dead fish at these bottlenose dolphins that are swimming in circles in a tiny pool when they had the entire ocean and huge families before. Or they were bred for this, yeah. Or that. We're terrible. I hate people, man. Yep. And now I have no faith that we're going to survive global warming anyway, so let's just fucking finish this off. Let's burn! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, so, eventually, another, this maintenance man's body is discovered and then they figure out that another shark killed it because they get they see the body and they're like okay so the shark that we got was like a baby like this shark that killed it had to have been like 35 feet long this shark that killed this man is a fucking monster of a shark and it has they deduce that it basically has to be inside the park and so what do they do they do the same thing that we do in all of the jaws movies they go and first try to warn the executive and the executive's schmoozing a bunch of people and he's kind of in this like restaurant lounge which this is actually a pretty sick restaurant yeah it's like underwater and they're in glass and they're like trying to warn them but what's really weird about this movie is there's not there a lot. So, so people die leading up to it, but nobody gets an indication. Like people are like, oh, yeah, people are missing or like they're But they're like, oh, he's just drunk somewhere and like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they turn around and the shark's there and everybody is like, that's that. Like there's a shark. Mm hmm. Like, you know, whereas the other ones, there was, like, a lot of build-up to this whole thing. And then it was, like, a whole shark hunt. And I felt like this one was just very abrupt. Yeah, this one was, we know what we're getting to, so let's just get there. Right. And then all of a sudden, now that we know there's a shark, everyone in the restaurant is running and screaming. Which, I mean, I guess. But the shark is outside And I know this is glass, but we're underwater, so this glass has to be pretty fucking strong. Mm -hmm. I would probably just have stayed and kept looking at the shark, but whatever. Right, with your, like, heart pumping, like, oh god, oh god, oh god, but that's so fucking cool. Exactly, yeah. So, the shark shows up herself, and then they decide that, you know, 
there's she's like free and so she's going to go into the park and you have to remember like these jaws sharks they're like intelligent so they're specifically going to like hurt people on purpose so they go into the park and there's a bunch of like trick water skiers and people in like bumper boats and stuff like that and she just goes after all of these people that are in the water while Dennis Quaid's character is like running around not being helpful (laughs) yeah basically get out of the water but nobody can hear him (laughs) yeah so and then the one person that does get bit is like his little brother's girlfriend but like you don't actually ever see what happened to her Mm -hmm. and you don't actually see her wound really what you do get a lot of is like bloody water in this one Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it and then the stuff you do see is like the 3d limbs floating at you on the screen yes exactly like that's pretty much it and so wreaking havoc on the park and then they decide that they are going to go lure the shark back into the tunnels like it's used this like filtration system to kind of move around and they're gonna decide to trap it in there and close the gate on it and so this one guy goes down there leads the shark back into the pipe but then he gets eaten alive so yeah that happened and like when he's in the shark's mouth you see it from his point of view and she just like opens and closes her jaws a lot yeah it's so lame he doesn't actually like die for a while and then you see a bunch of blood So you're like, okay, cool, cool. (laughs) And what's really weird is like this plan to like kill the shark happened so quickly. Mm -hmm. And like in the first one, everyone needed a lot of convincing. There was a lot of planning. This one, no. Like it was just like, this is our plan. And I get it because they all saw the shark and they're like, okay, we need to get rid of it. But like the first one, you were just ready to capture that one. Why not this Mm -hmm. one? Yeah, now we're ready to blow it up. And I know that it's a lot bigger, but like, you know, 35 feet or whatever. But you you can only handle the little baby sharks. (laughs) You don't have enough trank for the 35 footer. Right. I don't know. I guess not. But anyways, (laughs) basically all this shit happens. She eats this one guy. When they hear that she's been lured into the pipe, Mike and Kay, our power couple, go down to the tunnel so the technicians can get the air pressure right. Because a bunch of people are trapped in these underwater tunnels, too, because, again, the shark has just wreaked havoc all over the park. And then they try to suffocate the shark. And then, I mean, they blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! I love you trying to draw and then they blow it up (laughs) there's just all of these like they're fighting about this and this and then the shark (laughs) comes and it busts in the glass and it fills up with water and then there's this one lady floating around and you think she's dead but then she just swims away and she's fine and it's like (laughs) were you trying to play dead so you wouldn't get eaten I don't know what you were trying to do there and then we blow up the piece of bread that's just floating along in the water that's supposed to be the shark oh cool cool and then 
Mike and Kay had their scuba gear on. Nobody gets the bins, by the way, <laughs> this whole time. Yeah. I would like, maybe they didn't go that deep, but like, they're just like swimming up as fast as they can with all their scuba gear on. And I'm like, I know that's not how that works. <laughs> you have to ascend slowly or you die. <laughs> but maybe they weren't that deep. I don't know. What the fuck do I know? I've never been scuba diving, but I know that you can get the bins. And then like Mike and Kay had their scuba gear on already. So they're just like chilling and nobody really cares that anybody else is dying at this point, (laughs) nor do they care after this scene. Like she cares for like a second. So they do kill the shark. And in the aftermath of this, they're like, where are the dolphins? And then the dolphins just start like, flipping around and jumping mm-hmm. and, and that's like, like yay yeah that's like your end scene and it's like okay <laughs> we have so many loose ends here <laughs> i get that we don't care about any of these auxiliary characters but you made me care about the little brother what happened to his girlfriend yeah is she dead we don't what know. happened to him like we see him run up on land but that's it yeah, well, you see him get into the ambulance with her. And so they, they like, try to, like, tie that up a little bit. I don't know. Like, it, okay. If you just want to watch. See, the thing is, though, if you just want to watch a shark movie, this also doesn't even really do it for you. Because yeah. you don't see that much of the big shark. Mm-hmm. You see more of the little shark. And then it just dies like a little pussy. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah for it to be jaws you don't get much of jaws yeah it's like so lukewarm yeah i was gonna say i mean honestly for me it'd probably be a one but because i have the nostalgia of saturday sunday morning cleaning with the whole jaws franchise probably a two Oh, I was absolutely going to say it too. Like, it's yeah. not a one because it has that, like, Jaws. Also, it doesn't even, like, it does the theme song, but, like, I felt like in wrong places sometimes. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, was, it did have weird music. And I was like, really? Right now? <laughs> okay, we're going. Here we go. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's very sloppy in some areas, and... I get that it doesn't have to be that creative because it's following a formula that we've done um, like twice before now. And we're following Jaws and a Spielberg and like, I get it, but like it spends a lot of time on, there was way too much time spent on the people. I felt Mm -hmm. like I didn't give a fuck about them in a bar for that long. Yeah, Honestly, it was really boring. Yeah, or, like, them on a beach and tripping over each other and, like, being funny or, like, her career or her fighting with a photographer or whatever he was doing. There, I didn't, I don't even know who that character was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, is he important? And then, no, he wasn't. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just, there was so much auxiliary stuff. What the charm about the first one is they focused on these three people going to get this fucking shark. And it was mm-hmm. shark versus these three guys. And then they developed their own relationships. But it was all centered around getting this fucking shark. And we cut out a lot of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like this has a lot of bullshit. Like <laughs> I, 
I didn't care. And then there was a lot of like SeaWorld product placement, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we had the Shamu dude in the suit, all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they let them show us shark dying in their care. <laughs> right? I know that- it's only because all great whites die in captivity. They'll be like, we're fine with that. Especially in the 80s. There wasn't even one. Yeah. There wasn't even one. I don't know. Like, definitely a two. Very. I mean, even on Rotten Tomatoes, it's. Let me pull it up here. I remember looking at it and it was just not good. It was <laughs> super low rated. I don't know if it's the most low rated in the series because I haven't seen the fourth one rated here yet. But, like, so far, it is the worst or the most poorly rated one in the series. It is rated. <laughs> 12% by critics, damn. 17% by audiences. And that is with 100,000 plus ratings by audience damn. members. <laughs> yeah. R2 is generous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Dennis Quaid is a good actor, but I know this was early in his career, and it was definitely over the top and cheesy. This is a very campy Jaws movie. Yes, absolutely. It'd be like that like <laughs> it, and not even i'm not even blaming like the 80s for that this is just like because jaws was not can't like i guess the longer you go with a franchise that's like this though mm-hmm. like the worse it gets right exactly because you've already done the hit exactly like it's jaws it is the shark movie what do you do next it's not gonna get any better yeah so, yeah, two out of five. I definitely think you can skip this one. Honestly, had more fun with 47 meters down. Not going to lie. Because <laughs> at least I could rip that, like, yes, like stupid agreed. motherfuckers. Like, this one, I was just like, Ugh, now I'm sad. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now I'm going to go cry about orcas that are in several SeaWorld locations. Thank you for reminding me. And... <laughs> At least 47 meters down and the 47 meters down too, I could be like, you stupid bitch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Right. And this like, one, we got to be like, fuck you, SeaWorld. I got to be like, God damn it. I bet that orc is dead now. Right. And it, yeah. could, it should still be alive. Yeah. I don't know which orca that was specifically, but still. Anyways, on that note. Happy Shark Week. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you like the Jaws movies, I would hope the first one is your favorite. But if you have a favorite in the rest of the series, let us know. I guess. I don't know. Because then I would. I'm not going to judge you, but like. <laughs> but like, we're interested. Why? You have to argue your point. <laughs> I would like a persuasive paper. In MLA format. <laughs> and you can email that to theextrasisters at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on any of our socials. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. It is the Extra Sisters Podcast. Or you can follow us on Twitter. It is at the Extra Sisters. Or if you would like more direct access to us and extra content and you can get fun little birthday mail from us, you can go to our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters Podcast. And we'll see you again Friday for Shark Week. But next week we have Never Pick Up a Stranger. Till then, stay creepy. <laughs>